<laughs> Welcome to Empower Talks, the podcast where empowerment takes center stage. No fancy edits, no scripted conversations, just real and authentic discussions. I'm your host, Christina. Join me, an amazing guest, who are generously sharing their insight to inspire and uplift. Empower Talks is more than a podcast. So join us, because it's your catalyst for unleashing your inner awesome. What's up? What up, Empower Talks listeners? We're back. Y'all, it is another episode. Again, I keep telling you, I'm going to continue to tell you guys I am excited. I can't believe we made it to another episode. I really can't. So I am excited. I am honored. Today's episode, you are in for a treat. I am in for a treat because like you know, there is nothing planned. This is not scripted. But our wonderful special guest today is the beautiful, incredible, talented, intelligent, kind, unconditional Trina. Those are my homemade scale drums. I do it. Sorry. (laughs) Welcome, Trina. Happy to have you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Christina. It's great to be here. Oh, my pleasure. I'm honored and thank you for being here. We are actually, y'all, if it, if it sounds a little different or whatnot, just for context, because you know I like to give context, this is normally the podcast is always recorded audio only. So in past episodes with special guests, there's never been video. And this is our first time where we're recording the episode and there's video. I'm shocked, y'all. I ain't dressed, but I'm shocked. So there's video, but you're only going to get audio. So shout out to everyone for the audio. Stay along. We appreciate y'all. <laughs> but yes, I am excited, Trina. We are excited to have you. Today's episode, we are really going to be talking about empowering ourselves and just walking confidently and securely in our authentic selves and who we are. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's what it's all about, you know. So I love hearing people's journeys and I'm excited that we can talk about it today. Yay, me too. Well, before we get into it, though, please tell our wonderful listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Trina, as you as you have heard already. Um, wow, I am 27 years old. I have lived in various places. Right now, I'm currently located in Alabama. Um, what a surprise to be here. I am loving it. I've been here for about six or seven years now. Um, And I have a huge passion for the arts. Uh, I actually really love how the arts is just a tool, another incredible tool that you can use to bring people together, that you can use to express yourself, um, that you can use to celebrate people, to bring encouragement, bring joy, bring hope. Um, And I have kind of been in the arts my whole life Mm -hmm. and have just continued Um, pursuing it and developing it now while I've been in Bama. So um, that's a little bit about me. That's exciting. Thank you so much for sharing. You know, I I am going to touch on that since you said you've been in Alabama for about six years. Yeah. What, especially because this, this episode is all about empowering ourselves and things like that. What made you make the decision? I mean, where, where were you like, you don't have to tell me details because I know it's, you know, it's a <laughs> podcast. I know it's on the internet. Once you put something out there, it's out there. But what what stirred the move into you from moving, relocating? What was that like? Yeah. Well, 
So I grew up mainly between New York and California. Um, my friends always laugh at me because I can never pick one place. It's always, <laughs> I grew up between New York and California. And um, as I, you know, when I lived in New York, I ended up going to college and then I went back to New York and I was really torn between, you know, what I wanted to do. If I wanted to pursue the arts, if I wanted to um, pursue ministry, I had been in a school where I was learning about ministry mostly, and it was a very unique school. But when I got out, I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do with what I had learned and where I wanted to go. Um, there was this ministry that caught my attention called Adullam House, and it's a place where you take care of children whose parents are incarcerated. Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, I had actually met someone in college that I really loved that I, you know, wanted to get to know more. And he happened, his family happened to be the one that was doing this ministry as well. So it kind of all fell into place where I traveled to Bama for two weeks, got to see the ministry and genuinely loved what, what the ministry was. And I wanted to learn more and, um, intern you know, with them. So it worked out where I was able to come to Bama to intern in the ministry. And I was taking care of children whose parents are or were incarcerated um, from 48 hours old until, you know, however long they were with us. And I got to learn a lot. I got to learn about how to be a mother. I am an only child. So when it comes <laughs> When it comes to taking care of babies and children, it was a whole other world and other <laughs> to me. I had a lot to learn, but I got to just watch the babies grow. And because we were, um, the interns were the primary caretakers. So we definitely were like their mothers, you know, where we got mm -hmm. to watch them take their first steps, got to watch their first baby teeth grow in, got to watch, you mm -hmm. know, transition them from the regular oatmeal or baby food to the, you know, the bigger, the bigger person food um, mm -hmm. until their parents or a family member or someone picked them up. So I was growing a lot and learning in that area of taking care of them. But then at the same time, I got to know my now husband um, and it was a really awesome experience. So by the time we got married, we decided, are we going to be newlyweds here in Bama? Or are we going to be newlyweds where I'm from? California or New York. And so we ended up, it ended up just making more sense to stay here. Did I know I was going to be here six, seven years from then? <laughs> no, that was, a, that was a huge surprise. Coming to Alabama already was a surprise because it was just so different from where I grew up. I grew up in the city and in California. So it was a big change, but yeah, I, I am here. That's how Aww. it went. Yeah. Such a wonderful, wonderful story. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, shout out. Oh, I love it. Yes. Well, shout out to the foundation. Shout out to the ministry. Shout out to your now husband and you and the whole family and all the kids and the parents that are incarcerated. That, you know, lifting up prayers. But that that's a tremendous story. Thank you for sharing. That's yeah. incredible. That's incredible. And, you know, it's, I can just, I can only imagine the things that you've seen 
when, especially as children, you're wondering, you know, where are your parents at or why is this going on here? And so I can imagine, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I can imagine that somehow plays a part in a person's identity. 100%. 100%. I think I'm, I'm grateful that I got to watch the children who came in to my space, mm-hmm. um, watch them be spoken over in such encouraging whole ways. So no matter where they were coming from, whether they were three, 48 hours old, five, like it was a priority to speak life over the children because from a young age, you're starting to see how you fit into the world. And from a young age, you're starting to see whether you're a blessing or a curse, <laughs> whether you have something good to give or whether you have, you know, no one cares what you have to give. Like that's all being shaped that you're loved or that you're not loved immediately. And then you can start seeing it in a child's behavior, you know, and in how a child speaks or in how a child, like you'll see, um, how a child embraces someone and wants to be hugged or doesn't embrace someone and doesn't want to be hugged or, or being mean or being nice. Like, yeah, it reflects pretty, pretty early and pretty quickly. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, it's crazy. I definitely have always believed that, which is why in my children, I, I, you know, do as the best that I can every day into speaking life into them, making sure that they know that they're blessings but it's a different ball game. I've never been in your position where surrounded by children who don't have their parents and they're incarcerated and, you know, needing that. And so what did that do or how did that impact your identity? Hmm. Honestly, um, it really showed me that I have the ability to give life. And what I mean by give life is that I have the ability to impact and speak over and speak into someone's life in a healing way or in a, um, that I have the ability to create a safe place and a safe environment for someone to be in. And that when I talk, I can inspire or, um, or teach or, you know, celebrate like it showed me that I matter um it can it confirmed my ability to be able to love my ability to be able to care to be able to hear to be able to see when someone is hurting or when someone wants love or when someone just wants to be um heard or someone wants to vent or or someone wants to celebrate I feel like it started it showed me what what's in my heart that I can actually bless someone else and create a safe place for someone else. So, yeah. That's incredible. How would you, for those of us that haven't been in that position and haven't had the, the blessing, you know, of being in that position where you know, and, and I do, I, 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 I mean, I really think that all, all people, doesn't matter where you are in life. I think all people have the ability to speak life or death into a person. Definitely. Yeah. And in that sense, in that essence, for those that don't have that understanding, what do you think would help get them to that understanding? 
you know, if they don't have the circumstances or they're not raising children, but they don't understand the value in their words, that they have that power to speak life into someone or that their words could be death to somebody. What do you think, just from your perspective, would be a quicker way to get them there to that understanding or closer to it? I think that something that I am learning and am still continuing to learn is, um, like you said, awareness. And I think we always hear that golden rule, um, treat others as you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes we can go through our day and it's super encouraged. Sometimes like our culture encourages you to just say what's on your mind and however <laughs> it lands and however it falls. Well, that was you being true to yourself. But <sighs> if you think about it, if you're, if you're able to just pause for a second when you say something and just think, well, how would I feel if someone spoke to me that way? Or how would I feel if someone looked at me that way or yelled at me that way? Or, or if someone was kind, how did that, you know, how, how did that make you feel? I feel like slowing down and thinking about the things we say it starts to create that awareness slowly. Um, also, I feel like, I, I remember I was talking to this person who, who this, this man who I believe he's a pastor, but he does these incredible things in his community. And I asked him, I was like, what, what is it that made you start doing this? Like he takes care of these children in, um, you know, in, in low, low income places and provides what they need, whether it's clothing or food or items for school. And, and I was like, what, what made you and your wife decide to do this together? And he said, well, honestly, I saw a need and I tried to see how to fill it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's just starting with looking around and seeing what people need, seeing um, what's in you that you can offer and going from there. Um, yeah. So I think it's like a combination of things. Yeah. I, it's funny. I, I've, I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head what that movie is about, but there's a movie it's robots and like a, and he always says, see a need, fill a need. And it's a torn rundown robot. And all he has is a dream and he, I cannot remember. Oh, I can't remember the name of the movie, but uh, listen, I'm going to remember if, if any of y'all remember, please yeah. send us a message, message, remind me of what the movie is, but it does. And in the movie, he says, see a need, fill a need. And the robot is just going around and giving whatever parts he can to the robot to help other people, even the people that the rest of the world has shunned away. And it's, it's really an awesome movie. It's, it's, it's a wonderful movie, but yeah, I, I, that awareness, I love it. It, it is. It's it's powerful. I think awareness is such a powerful thing. I think it's such a powerful reminder, a powerful tool. I I think just the ability to be aware of self first is important, but then when you're aware of other people and you can discern or see based off of, you know, someone could you could ask someone, "Hey, how's your day going?" They say it's fine. But then there's, you can see like there, there's a sad face or there's spirit and just that awareness, you can just ask another question. Well, 
or say something kind to them. Like, you know, that's a wonderful shirt or how's your day going? Just being able to, like you said, not even though the world is like, you know, it's about yours and this, then you say what you want off the top of your head. That is a very powerful statement. And it's incredible. I'm excited. I'm excited to, I'm excited to hear more. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I do also think that um, one of the other things is realizing you don't have to become anything more to create the atmosphere you want to create. I think like mm -hmm. some people say, oh, he's qualified or she's qualified because, you know, they've gone through this and they're like, uh, I feel like we should never underestimate the little or the much that, you know, mm -hmm. the, the portion we have, like I can be kind right now. Nothing in my life has to change except maybe my words or my tone or how I, you know, how I address someone or just looking up from my phone, as tempting as the phones can be or social media, just taking a second to look up and see if someone, you know, maybe could use a smile or maybe could use a sandwich or maybe could <laughs> use just, you know, someone to talk to, um, whether it's in your family, in your friends, you know, in your friend group or in your work environment or anywhere, but yeah, everyone is qualified to, to love and spread kindness. No one is disqualified from that. And it can start right now. Oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> sorry, but I was doing my little happy dance. My bad, my bad, y'all. My bad. I'm glad it's not, I'm glad it's not video. <laughs> yeah. They didn't see it. They didn't see it. Okay. <laughs> Only Trina saw it, but it's okay. I forgot. I forgot we were on video. For a second. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Did you, did you have that person speaking life into you growing up from a young age into adulthood or did it start like, how was that for you? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> like the simple answer is yes. 100%. Um, first starting with my mom, 100%. My mom, she, from the time, from the time I was in my mom's womb <laughs> until now, it is a constant flow of identity re reminding me how valuable I am um, as a person and how valuable my heart, you know, my heart is and that I have kindness and love to give, you know, that that will bless the world. Yeah. <laughs> Just always reminding me, um, even when I mess up, literally never harping on what I messed up on, but always saying, oh, yeah, you messed up, but this is who you are. So Yay, now you can walk in who you are. Yes. <laughs> Literally, my mom is a constant waterfall of oh. encouragement. Sometimes, sometimes almost too much where I'm like, mom, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but in the in the back of my mind, don't tell mom, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, thank you. I, I enjoy hearing that. Thanks. But oh. um, but yeah, and, and then separate from mom my family, I've never had anyone really, um, speak, speak down to me or, or little my identity. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Cause I know not everyone has that experience, but mm -hmm. in, in my family, um, 
I was surrounded by a lot of people who understood we were the next generation and to speak life over the next generation. And then also um, family friends that were older than me. They, they were like mentors in a way, listening to me, discussing topics and principles and, and life principles. Like they, it was a constant support system from a lot of people that I'm, I'm very grateful I can say. So I do want to thank everyone as well <laughs> for um, all the love and encouragement that they've poured into me until now. Oh, that's incredible. I, I thank all of you too. I thank everyone for all the love and encouragement they poured into you because you pour love and encouragement into me, into people. It's it's just a beautiful thing. So thank you everyone in Trina's life. Woo woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all of you. But what I guess I guess my next question would really be what do we say? What do we say to the people that don't have or didn't have that parent or parents you know, pouring into them or the family pouring into them and were filled with all the negativity. Yeah. What would you um, want to say to them? So I, I am, I am a huge believer of the Lord and <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love the Lord and I love Jesus Christ and my mom, um, ever since I was young, she made it clear to me that if there was one thing that my mom did, she made it clear that the Lord is a real being mm -hmm. um, and that Jesus Christ is a real being mm -hmm. and a present being. I think that present part was a big deal um, because mm -hmm. people are just that, people mm -hmm. and people make mistakes, whether they deliberately do it or unintentionally do it. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes it, it happens in life where you don't have people who are in your corner and see your value. And for me, um, when I was going through a lot of hard moments, the Lord spoke to my heart hmm. and reminded me who I was. And sometimes he would do it through other people where other people would just be like, hey, um, just wanted to remind you that you are an incredible person, random people, or just, just <laughs> moments of encouragement where I'm like, where did you come from? And how do you know me? <laughs> but even just, you know, he'll speak things to my heart that remind me to lift my head up and remind me that I'm more than the situation I'm currently in and that I was made to be loved and that I was made um, capable of loving others mm. and um, that I'm more than my mistakes or bad habits or mess ups, um, but that he died for me because I am so much more than that. And he sees my full worth um, and that it's my job to believe that what he sees is true. Mm -hmm. So I like to always start there because you're right. Not everyone's going to always be there for you. And on those, in those moments where you have to stand up and keep going and learn that's he is right there and fills in those moments when other people can't 
or aren't available to fill that space of encouragement and love. And that's just my opinion. So I listen, I asked for your opinion. So (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you sharing it. That's what I wanted. I wanted your opinion. And really, I like you, I, if I'm being honest, the only opinion that really ever matters is Jesus. It God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. And I'm wonderfully happy and excited to hear that if it was you to say and to speak to anybody and that was going into that, you know, coming from that place of negativity, that it was really a reminder that the Lord is the one that can remind you to pick your head up and he can send, he can do great things and send people your way, complete random strangers. He can use any and everybody I mean, it's, it's powerful and it's incredible. It's, ah, yeah, it's really nice. (laughs) And of course the Bible, the, I mean, the Bible is, um, is great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Read when you're down and when you're happy and when you're sad and when you're excited, it's just, it, it, it speaks on a lot of different things, a lot of different heart topics and mind um, mindsets. And sometimes I just like to look up a verse that deals with a specific topic that Mm -hmm. I'm going through, whether it's good, bad, happy, set, you know, and it speaks life into my moment. So, um, and that's what he has created to help us walk through and and keep moving, you know? So, so, That is awesome. Okay. So I promise, I promise y'all, this is not, I, this, again, we didn't plan this. This is not a plug (laughs) because I, everything you just said, it reminded me of, so I published a book and it's called my emotions need Jesus. And then it it's, it's funny because it's like an exercise guide to bringing your feelings to Jesus. And within that I have like 31 days of just positivity feeling into you, but that you speak your emotions. But the reason why I brought it up is because right after you get through those 31 days, even in the midst of it, in the back half of the book, every, almost every emotion, like rooted emotion that you can think of, anger, fear, anxiety, even, even the positive emotions, happy, excited, you know, strength, wisdom, there, that's, that word is in there. You get the, you get the emotion. And then right next to it on the other side of it, you get a scripture. And so anytime you're feeling a specific emotion, you can open it. There's a table of contents for the emotion and you can look at it and right next to it, there is a scripture and it identifies exactly that motion that you're thinking of and, or that you're walking through. And I did it. It's because so many teens that I have helped, you know, just served alongside of for youth ministry, there was nothing readily or quickly available for them, you know, other than don't get me wrong. I like you, I love the Bible, but when I was younger, I was dreading, like, I didn't want to read it. It was just so much. It was so big. I didn't understand it. I was, you know, King James version. It was a lot, but I didn't want to steer people away from reading the Bible, but I wanted to do a way where it can draw them closer to it. And still acknowledging that we are humans, like we have these emotions and God created us with them. So to not process them would be doing ourselves a disservice and not honoring the very thing that God created us to have inside. 
Now, listen, just don't be sinning in all your emotions, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Listen, we all sin, <laughs> but I'm just saying, don't don't be sinning in all your emotions. It's good to hide your emotions. I'm not, you know, I'm not. Listen, okay. Oh, focus, focus. <laughs> but it, but it's real because emotions can not only. It's funny, like we were talking back about awareness even just being aware of our emotions, like what our body is doing when we're feeling certain things, just how we're feeling, what's the interaction, what's the inside, what's the outside, just that awareness ourselves. I think that can help secure and build the foundation to having our confidence in being authentically who we are, like the way Christ has designed us to be and being able to and this may just be me, but I believe that the more confident a person is in understanding who, or just their identity in Christ, that it becomes less of them having to speak it or shout it out and just more about being able to serve others. And like, they can think of others instead of just themselves. They can, when, you know, if a person, if, if I know who I am, I don't need other people to tell me, I can just focus on other people and serve and help in that way. And, you know, if, if I didn't, I would be out here, well, they doing this and judging and criticizing and doing all this and nitpicking and why aren't they doing it this way? And that's, that's not the design that is meant to, that's not how we empower or uplift someone. That's not speaking life into someone. And so even just starting with the awareness of self and our emotions and building on that, like building our confidence, it's brick by brick. It's emotion by emotion. Yeah. Yeah, I want I 100% agree. And, um, and I love it because I, I am talking all of this because I'm experiencing it now. This is a <laughs> this is a ongoing life journey, like literally no one's perfect in this, in this, you know, but it's definitely my heart's desire to continue to grow and strengthen in this. And, um, and also, yeah, like you said, everyone is different. We were all made with emotions. We were made to feel things respond in, you know, in joy. We're in in sadness, in like if people get angry, everyone is made a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said though, it's slowing down and, <laughs> and that once you feel something, then saying, okay. Now, how can I move on, you know, walk through this in a way that still is edifying to both me and the people around me and unto the Lord? Like, I feel like it it, it does go back to that awareness um, and slowing down and, and thinking as you go. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, and that's, that's something that I've been learning um, to honor how I feel to honor my emotions, not put myself down. If I am the type to get, you know, maybe cry before people cry or get angry before people get angry. It's like, okay, okay. You felt that emotion. It's don't beat yourself up about feeling that, but now what is the next step? What's the next step? And I feel like, um, yeah, just that step-by-step process is really great. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot that that step by step process. It's it's hard work, 
and it's painful and it's it's <laughs> it's funny because like you said I, I I believe we're all constantly in it well let me let me rephrase that I hope we're all constantly in a consistent mm-hmm. work in progress state because nobody is perfect everybody's going to be going through something so you know, it's it's a consistent work in progress is the hope, but it's also, I mean, it's not such a beautiful process. It's really not. Like sometimes it can be just the ugliest thing or the most painful thing. But I always try, at least for me, I always try to tell myself in any situation that I'm going through or any emotion that I'm feeling. And I don't even know if it's the right thing to say or the wrong thing to say or if it's the best thing to say, but I always remind myself, listen, Christina, it can always be worse, but at the end of the day, you know, God's got you, period. Mm. I press into him. He's got me. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about what somebody else is doing or even in me and trying to grow and help and serve people. I don't need to worry about how other people's podcasts are doing, if it's doing better than mine. I don't care about any of that. Because the reality of it is, I believe in a God who has room enough to bless everybody. Mm-hmm. And not just me, not just you, not just the person that may be listening or the person that's not listening, but everybody. And having that understanding allows me, especially when I believe that it's true, allows me to rest securely in who I am mm-hmm. and not be jealous or prideful or arrogant to think or to let all that other stuff that comes that the enemy might say or the insecurity or the doubts, because even no matter how confident in who we are as a person, there's still insecurity. There's still a lack of confidence in certain areas. It may not be in myself, Mm -hmm. but I may have a lack of confidence in doing something or trying something new or things like that. So I think it's a powerful, powerful thing when we get to empower ourselves be true to ourselves, like you said, you know, just authentically and and be aware and acknowledge that we're growing. And like you said, it's okay to have these feelings. It's okay to have these emotions. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing to acknowledge it, even in the ugly of it. Hmm. So I love, um, I love everything you're saying. I I think it, it's actually great to hear, you know, be able to talk it out with you as well. (laughs) I, like, I do feel like um, that whole run your your race, like we mm-hmm. hear people say that, but I feel like that's becoming more and more real to me. What run your race means mm-hmm. that it's not, oh, well, this person is doing this and this person's doing this. What did the Lord tell you to do? Mm-hmm. What What standard did he tell you to keep? focus and run your race. And I feel like, um, I, I, I just, I love everything that, that you're saying. Cause yeah, like right now we, I really do feel like we live in a world where, um, a lot of things that, that we may, <laughs> our goals are different. Those who love the Lord, I feel like, um, they're, their goals and priorities may be a tad bit different from those who don't know or mm-hmm. don't love the Lord and, and want to um, 
pursue him and make him the center of their world. I feel like that's becoming more and more um, obvious, you know? Mm -hmm. And because of that, I think that it is dangerous to start looking to the right or to the left. Um, for people who are walking in the Lord and people who aren't, it doesn't matter. I, I feel like it's very easy to get distracted and start judging yourself or putting yourself down or compromising. Compromise is such a sneaky tool that the enemy uses to stop you in your tracks. And that comes from looking to the right or to the left. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I just, I love that you're mentioning it because the identity is, is deciding. I feel like making a choice to believe in yourself and believe that you were made on purpose and mm -hmm. that you have something to offer and how you feel is valid and that the Lord made you a certain way because he made you that way. Now don't look at the other person's race. <laughs> Focus on yours and and water it, pour into it and let it surprise yourself. Um, because right now you could just be looking at the seed that he planted in you and then you give it time and focus on yourself and it becomes this gorgeous huge oak tree that you mm. had no idea you even had. <laughs> but if you don't water it and you're too busy looking at other people's gardens and people's trees you'll never see how beautiful your own was yeah. and the joy that comes from it yeah, yeah. i love yeah. that that's powerful it's funny it makes me think of you know god has a calling for everybody but who's actually going to answer that call? And it's, you know, it, man, it makes such a difference because we all, you know, like you were talking about, we all are uniquely created. And I love how it reminded you of run your race. And everybody's race doesn't happen at the same time. Not everybody's going to come in with the same time. And I'm a big believer in you can always learn something from anybody. Like, yeah. I don't care what the person, where the person, how the person, who the person. You can always learn something from anybody, even if it's what not to do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Like, that's true. I feel like that's when you can look to the right and left. When you <laughs> sorry, let me <laughs> yeah, learn and be inspired by and to grow. I feel like that absolutely look all look all around. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure all looking that you're doing. If it's positive, okay, great. If it's negative, no, listen. Ooh, that's a lesson. I don't need to be looking over there. Thank you, God, for my sight. I don't yeah. need to look that way. Okay. Agree. Yeah. Okay, God, I got it. I'm moving forward. I'm moving on. <laughs> it's it's it is. It's it's important. But like you said, run your race. And I I do. I. Uh, it's funny. My my dog is saying hi to everybody. My dog is confirming and saying, "Everybody, run your race. Run your race." She's barking. Listen, we have no shame. I told y'all we record. This is authentic. This is real. It's, you know, this is, this is, we're trying to grow and we're trying to go and grow as we go. 
but it is, it's, you know, run your race. And to everybody that's listening, whether you've been listening, first time listener, you know, run your race. Like Trina said, run your race. Don't worry about other people's timing. Don't worry about what the next person has going on or why you're not there. Focus on what God has created you to do and get to it. Get it done. Get it done. So, whew, Trina, you're a powerful one. You are. <laughs> Thanks for letting me share. Whew, no, I thank you for sharing. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. And I, I like to make sure, especially every guest that comes on, you know, I'm like, hey, this may be your first time, but this ain't your last time. <laughs> this ain't your last time. Listen, everybody can use some empowering. Everybody can be lifted. Everybody can be encouraged. It, you know, you can never have enough encouragement, you know. You know, you, know, yeah. you can never give enough encouragement either. But yeah. speaking of that, please, please, I do want to know what, you know, just what's next for you? What, what do you have going on? What's coming up? All things, Trina, I know you mentioned the arts yeah. and all that. So what do you have going on? Empower us about you empowering others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, right now, um, as I was mentioning beforehand, I kind of grew up in the arts quite a bit with dancing, singing, acting, and I ended up going into ministry and ended up pulling away and doing some other things. Um, but I have always still had a passion for the arts and have been wanting to continue to build in that. Um, but I, I, I love to put it all together. I love to put kind of, you know, ministry and the arts together. Mm -hmm. So because of that right now, I am branching out on two different platforms I am doing a dance class that is open mm -hmm. for preteens to adults. And the reason why is because I, I believed that there are people just like me who want to continue to develop and advance their dance skills and technique and want to do it with other people who have the same love for dance. Dance got me through so many things growing mm -hmm. up times, bad times, transitions, celebratory moments. Um, dance was just a part of my joy. So to stop it for me makes no sense. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I'm continuing it and inviting other people into that experience with me right now. So that is something I'm doing Wednesdays and Fridays, and it's an open class for people to come and we'll do our stretches, our exercises, and then we'll go into our you know, warm-ups and, and choreography. <laughs> Keep growing from there. And then I also am branching out on YouTube. Um, it's taken some time to decide exactly what I wanted to do on YouTube, but it's a very fun, creative outlet for me. So YouTube is it's called Live to Love. Um, mm. And it's pretty much a combination of creative videos that may have a message behind it, whether it's just to laugh or whether it's messages of encouragement or to get you thinking or, you know, just to create conversation um, or entertainment. And then it's also just everyday life videos. If there's a thought in my mind, I love to share it, but it's kind of just my world for 
self-expression and creativity that I'm inviting people to uh, share with me. So that's currently what I'm focused on. And then we'll be building from there. Awesome. I love it. My dog loved it too. She was shouting. Me <laughs> she was barking. Yeah, yeah, she was barking. She was so excited. She was like, yes, I want to go to dance class. I will like, always yeah. be supported by the dog. If, if I, if anything, I know I'm loved by, <laughs> by the dog. I know, especially, listen, my German shepherd, especially. She heard things, listen, she's like, woo-woo. It's a huge like, YouTube videos, let's go. <laughs> yes, she, you know, she, she's just trying to share her encouragement. That's all, that's all. She's trying to share your encouragement. But <laughs> I love it. I will, we will make sure, y'all, we will make sure to put, as long as Trina gives us, which I'm sure she will bless us with, we'll put all the links in there. It'll be in the show notes that way everybody can contact you or reach out. Anyone in Alabama, go check out a dance class. I may just fly over to go do one with her. Woo-hoo! <laughs> to dance. Hey. And you know, in all the in the ways. Okay, I'm glad I'm glad y'all can see what I was doing. My bad. I'm <laughs> again, I was, you know, doing my dance routines, my ballerina stuff and all the once yeah, again so. it was great. <laughs> She's so kind, y'all. I didn't pay her to say that. She's so kind. <laughs> awesome. And we're going to make sure that the link for the YouTube is in there and just how they can stay connected. I am excited. It, it's so it's so beautiful, Trina, to just hear you, to talk to you and to see you, of course, and just really the empowerment that you have, not just in your words and not just in your walk, but really just how you do life and what you're bringing and even just coming onto this platform and doing this podcast and, you know, accepting the invite. I am honored. I appreciate you. And you really have empowered me. I pray that every listener feels empowered or got some sort of empowerment. But if there is anything, Trina, that you would want to leave with our listeners to empower them, what would it be? You were just a reminder that you were made by God who is our creator and he created us. And if we are made in the image of God, we are also creators and we get to create some awesome stuff. Um, We get to create the things that are in our heart. And I feel like you should keep paying attention to what makes you happy to wake up every morning. What, what are you passionate about? And what do you have to give and believe that that gift is in you for a reason and can really impact people in your life and um, embrace love, embrace being loved by the Lord and being loved by others and loving others. Because I think love is the secret weapon that um, is going to keep this a really awesome journey moving (laughs) forward until we see him Um, and have fun. I think that's the biggest thing. Believe in yourself, believe that you were made for a reason and on purpose and that you have something to give this world and enjoy the journey and let it surprise you as you invest into yourself and as you invest into others. Mm, I love it. See, I keep telling y'all, y'all are awesome and uniquely you. And she just confirmed it for you. (laughs) But that is powerful. Thank you. 
I mean, it is, again, Trina, it is such an honor to have you here. I am blessed. I am honored. I am empowered. You know, it's, it's, man, it's so exciting. Like I said, I know this is the first time, but it's definitely not going to be the last time. I'm excited for when the episode comes where we've got married couples. (laughs) Watch out, married couples. And then, oh, the singles and all this stuff. It'll be hilarious and fun. I'm terrified all together. All the same time. Just all of it and so many emotions. But I know... It's funny. I looked at the time and I'm like, man, here I go again. I'm not watching the time. (laughs) (laughs) And I always try to remember, I'm like, okay, people's attention span, how much can I max it out to? And then I'm like, well, you know, they can just come back and listen to it in pieces and whatnot. But you have really been an honor and a blessing to have. I thank you, Trina. I am honored. I please thank your husband and the whole clan, the whole family, dogs, everybody, for allowing us your time, gifting it to us. And I pray that you feel empowered and that you continue to be empowered by God and empowering others. And I am excited for all that you have in store and are going to do all the platforms. I I just love it. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Christina. This has been a huge joy. And I've had so much fun on this podcast. So thank you for inviting me. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. You are, listen, you always have a default automatic invitation. So you can <laughs> be like, Christina, I want to do it again. Let's go. Listen, that's it. That's all you got to say. And I'm set. But yes, I am honored. I appreciate it. Listeners, again, remember you are created uniquely in God's image. You are wonderful. You have purpose. Get to it empower yourselves, empower others. Stay blessed, y'all. Huge shout out to you for listening. If you enjoyed today's empowering talk, please follow, subscribe, or head over to cphughes.com to make a donation. Now remember, you're unique, so shine your unique light and do your part. Go empower someone.